Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget them other folks. Cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for braces. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay will be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. What happened with y'all? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. No third. No Just third. the two of us in the house. Again. With an interesting new theme song for us. One thing, he said Dominique, not Dominic. Dom's yeah. going Dom's gonna complain. <laughs> well, you know what? Let him complain. But hey, um we don't care, we love it. That is Felt Five. We featured some of Felt Five's music a month or so ago, maybe mm-hmm. a couple months ago. And uh he came through with a new theme song for us, which uh, I think he knocked it out of the park. Um and we had someone else a week or two ago saying they were working on programming yes, we drums did. for a theme song. But now we have uh, we have a Bossy's theme song. We got Chad's theme song. Yep. We got Felt Five's theme song. And um, we've got Infrared Crypto's Beats that I'm closing the episodes with. We got a whole thing going on here. There you go. Keep bringing it. Let's do a collaboration. All of them work together via email <laughs> to do an album. Yep. Keep bringing it. Uh, but yes, shout out to Felt Five. You can find Felt Five's music on uh, all the places where he has an album that you can buy on I think Amazon, iTunes, uh, you can stream it on Spotify, places like that. And um, we played some of the songs a while back, but I forget what the album is called. I guess we should find out at some point. Yeah. I mean, I like to, I can't remember either. Felt like Five, F E L T F I V E is his name and uh, came through big time. Yeah. We love it. Uh, I'm not even going to tweet at him by now. He's already heard it. We played it on Mondays. Yeah. He's a, he is a, uh, he is a subscriber. Unsafe so. Harbor is his album. Yes, and it's great. We listen to it. You you probably know. I don't know if you guys got to hear it on the. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I think I think we listened. To, yeah, who knows? But yeah, we we plugged it before. Um, and I said it on Monday. The only thing, if you're uh, someone who's making a an intro song for us, the only thing I would say is let that beat ride out for another thirty yeah, let forty it ride. seconds. Give me thirty seconds to talk, so we can talk over it for a bit. For those that just fade out the quiet, you know, just uh, the abrupt end, but fucking good stuff yeah man yeah man good stuff we're loving it so it's good keep bringing it we like it it's good it's, it's good. good it's, it's good. good it's good hope you guys enjoyed monday's podcast those of you who uh listened in we have the great larry xl yeah uh, he had to leave on for the before the thursday podcast yes yeah great uh, great comic great conversation you ain't paying no money you're we missing it didn't even talk about music nope we could have had a whole two hours of music talk. Yeah, he knows music. He's a music mm-hmm. guy. Um, and he's got, he's also a musician. Yeah. He's got music too. Yeah, and he does have music of his Scorn own. Scorn Star. Which we which we showcased before. Do we need to make a music album now just to compete with yeah, Three guys people? on music. Uh, we could we could be the next XXX Tentacion. <laughs> 
That's so. People are so ridiculous with that. I just call him extentation. Extentation. Which yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I think I read somewhere that he didn't even have a real pronunciation for his name. Yeah. But I I know some people called him Triple X. Yeah. I mean, I've seen his stuff on Twitter. But I th- I've more than one person I saw like in a little video clip talking about him. Literally said his name as X X X Tentacion. I'm like, well, that's too much. All I knew was he was a piece of shit. That's all I knew. About right, him. he was a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit. Um, he died early. It's like okay. Herbie's. It's like Herbie's bit. That killer has a good jump shot. Yeah, like he was a piece of shit. He he had a, an album that was a kind of a big deal to I guess a number of people last year. I listened to a couple of his songs. I went and checked. I was like, what what is this guy all about? Mm-hmm. And his songs are dark like he did clearly this guy who had like depression and issues in his life he had a rough childhood or whatever so i guess if you relate to that you're gonna like that music um which leads you to beating the shit out of your baby moms yeah uh his girlfriend got pregnant and he like basically tortured her yeah beat her uh people are he was trying to turn his life around like what do you mean trying (laughs) stop beating women how about that it's not hard i'm trying not to hit these women it's not hard (laughs) he was really working on himself but then he got shot. I don't even know if to do. I, I thought at first when I heard that, I was like, oh, I must be some beef. Yeah. Some Florida rap beef shit. It looks like now they just arrested a, a guy who just maybe was trying to rob him. I don't who know. was bragging about it? Yeah. Yeah. And he has another dude with face tattoos. I just murked up. I just murked up. XXX. Tentacion. Tentacion. <laughs> I'm going to be famous. I'm like, no, you're going to go to jail. Get you, fucked in the ass. You can call me YYY Univision. Yeah, fucking idiots. Um, and then black people are a little like, oh, you gotta, oh, he was turning his life around. You gotta. He was a legend. Praise him. Oh. Look, some people might see him as legendary. I don't know what the effect he had on people was, but a twenty-year-old is legendary. What are, um, we, what are we talking about, Richie Valens here? It's all potential. Yeah, it's all potential. It's all what he could have been. <laughs> We're talking about Richie Valens. It's all. It's all. Well, here's uh, what I know about Richie Valens. He didn't beat the shit out of his girl. We would have heard he wrote about a song that. about her. Oh, he wrote a song about her. <laughs> oh, Donna. <laughs> He didn't say it. The song didn't have a, shut the fuck up, Donna. Better not be talking shit. I had a girl. (laughs) Donna was her name. Yeah, it was a different era. And I used to punch her in the gut. Hey, wait a minute. Because it didn't leave any marks. Hey, but he was brilliant, though. (laughs) He's trying to turn his life around. Punch her. In the gut. He would probably pronounce it X X X Tentacion. Since he spoke Spanish. <laughs> didn't speak Spanish. He didn't? I no. thought he spoke Spanish. He didn't speak Spanish. He was just of sang Mexican the, descent. Sang the song, yeah. Okay. Didn't speak Spanish. Sang, La sang the song. You know, they just told him how to say it phonetically. He didn't speak Spanish. Huh. Didn't see the movie? Well, I saw the movie. I don't remember that part. Well, I remember that his. That was a big thing was he don't even speak Spanish. His, his older brother, brother spoke Spanish and he didn't. His brother with the motorcycle. Right. Asshole um, older brother, of course. His, Jealous. Uh, <laughs> right, like he wanted to support He would him. be the XXX Tentacion. He would be that one. <laughs> XXX. Triple X. XXX. Tentacion. XXX. Tentacion. Don't, don't ask me to ride for pieces for people like that. I'm well, just, people point out to. like Biggie beat up Lil' Kim. Yeah, you're right. I don't I don't disagree with you. Um, <laughs> you are 100% right. Biggie also had a much longer career and I'm yeah. Like he turned the shit around. I don't know. I don't tell you. I don't know. I mean, everyone's <laughs> got problems. Yeah. But, um, X, X, but X, a bitch ain't one. Hit me. Tentacion. Had, had, uh, he was still waiting his court date on this whole situation. Yeah. Didn't get a chance to turn it around. Ain't my fault. Yeah. <laughs> he, didn't get a chance, he didn't get a chance he to turn really it around. He was really trying to turn his life around. Yeah. Really trying. You don't know that. I don't think he was. I think he was defiant about what he did to his 
his uh, ex-girl or yeah, whatever. What you do you have call no her? idea. My ex, XXX Tentacion's ex. X Tentacion. Tentacion. You can call me XXX Fuck him. I don't care about him. <laughs> we got any emails. Fuck this dude. Oh, we got several emails. We got. Uh, Let's hear him. Dominic's uh, sort of opening up Thursday actually uh, touched a lot of people. There was a lot of Facebook chatter, some comments on Dominic's post. There were, I think, a couple comments elsewhere. Tweets is what we got some tweets. But the emails, we got like three or four emails. Uh, the first email, um, actually, we'll do a comment, a Patreon comment. From last Monday's episode, Derek uh, commented, listening while holding my fur baby, LOL, I don't claim Father's Day. I'm weird, but not crazy. Well, you know, if you have a fur baby, that's fine. Just, yeah, it's just, not a Father's Day thing. It's not Father's Day. The real extra is when people start referring to their pets as fur babies and their non-pets as and skin babies. skin kids. I've heard of this one. Skin kids. My skin babies are my skin. And they look at you like you're the stupid one. When you look back at them like, what the what? fuck? What? These are my skin kids. Um, we got an email from Mark. This is about the Monday episode. So mm. this is before Thursday. Monday episode, it's called Grown Men Talk Loud, except when they don't. Um, fellas, Patreon listener here. I listened to this past week's episode with Dominic Rivera. Wow, that guy is intense. Yeah. And I mean that in the best way possible. The way he was going in on both of your clothing choices, <laughs> another man might have mistakenly thought a scuffle was imminent. That voice, Dominic had to have been a bully once upon a time. He wasn't, I don't think. Uh, e- even when attempting sensitivity, why the fuck you crying? <laughs> Hysterical, but that could cause a lesser man to feel away. For the briefest of moments, I thought Andy was maybe getting a little bit heated, heated for Andy anyway, but then Andy kicked it into yet another gear of that low-key response. Um, I don't know if I was getting heated, but... Dominic is a trash talker. Yes. You got to understand he's like a shit talker, like a guy you on the basketball court talking shit. So he dishes it out and he takes it. Um, I don't think it ever gets <laughs> real, but um, Mark continues, right now though, I want to see Dominic just start riling someone up. Does he handle hecklers like that? I don't think I've ever seen Dominic get heckled. He's a big muscular dude. I don't think- Yeah, ain't nobody coming at him. I was going to talk shit to him. I want to see him make a drunk meathead asshole cry like a teething infant- Want to fight, realize that it won't work, and storm out. Even Rod called in and validated how fun, intense Dominic can be. If anybody listening doesn't get the Patreon joints, you are missing out. $3 is a small price to pay for all that extra insight and comedy. I agree there, Mark. Um, Never mind that Randolph called it months ago about internment camps. Close enough. That convo between him and Dom about the potential impacts of Kanye was insightful. Then Andy uh, brought those Jedi skills in. To clear up, clear up the rest. People are too afraid of the blow up to have a conversation. This was a complete conversation. Ultimately, everyone was heard. Everything got sad. It got said rather, and everyone survived. There needs to be more of this versus the town halls that the cable networks trot out, where nothing is really learned. All of that for only three bucks too. I implore you all listening to give that Patreon a shot. And uh, thanks for that email, Mark. The town hall. No one's. Just- well, the news does it sort of trying to have a conversation. No one no. has an open mind. It's not really these things of um, we're just having a debate. We weren't debating. I here's the thing on, on something like that. I'm not going to change my mind. I'm not here to change my mind. I've decided this, and I'm going to give you the what I think is is the correct. Also, Dominic and we all have a respect for each other. That's another thing. I'm going to this town hall. I probably I don't respect you. You're a Trump voter. I can't debate with you about anything. And 
Well, the town halls are yeah, they're for performing. Yeah, but you don't. What you see on cable news is just the heads and boxes yelling. Right. Uh, you don't see like long form conversation, right. roundtable right. type stuff. Right. Now they used to talk shows used to be like that. If you want to see some great talk shows. Pull up uh, James Baldwin on Dick Cavett. You'll see somebody right. getting tomahawked. Right. And <laughs> just, also they didn't... Just tomahawking people. They didn't run from serious moments. Yeah. That was a late night talk show. I mean, even Arsenio, which yeah. was like a late night comedy talk show, would have serious yes, segments. Almost. Yeah. We're not afraid of them either. Sometimes to the point of being so. like, like almost like boring. Like, But yeah. but he took that chance. He would get someone, some movie star on and mm-hmm. they'd be plugging the movie. And then he'd just be like, well, what are your thoughts on whatever you know yeah. aids and then they're having a serious conversation AIDS. what about aids arnold schwarzenegger tell me about aids yeah. i know about terminator what about aids <laughs> but that doesn't happen like you t- tune into fallon does it ever get serious no is there ever a real moment on that show No, and fallon because of that fallon gets away with a lot of nonsense bullshit yeah that i don't think he should i think trevor noah colbert a little probably bit. could colbert probably could Trevor Noah's show is more serious. Bill Maher's show where you can get on. I know Bill Maher had Coleone on, and I'm like, I'm not watching that horse shit. Yeah. Because you're not going to ask him the correct questions. Um, you need to have somebody who's willing to go deep. But even on, like, I was watching uh, one of the hardballs, and it was uh, some kid was sitting in, the Steve Kornacki, I think. was. I don't know what the fuck that kid's name is. The young kid. Yeah. Young, young kid. <laughs> and uh, he, just, he just came out of the closet. And uh, it was Zerlina Maxwell with her fine self and uh, this Republican from New York, Republican woman, ex-woman, and she was, they were talking about the, uh, you know, the internment camp and bringing people across the border and how Obama was doing that too. And Zerlina Maxwell was like, no, he wasn't. Right. (laughs) No, he wasn't. That's not true. She was like, this separation? He was like, no, not like this. That's not true. That's not true. And she just kept, she just kept, now she was getting heated. But yeah, she was getting heated because it's like, this is not, what you're saying is not true. Right. You're saying something that's not true. And that's the problem is that this guy, Steve Kornacki, or whoever even booked it, you know you know what they're saying is not true. But you need that head in the box. Why are you letting them talk? Well, There's Lewandowski, no reason to let her talk. She's not saying the truth. Lewandowski throws in the wah-wah thing and then right. he still gets on. And then he's back on. So it's like, well, what does it take? What is, you know, so CNN has him on, but... Cuomo, Cuomo doesn't have to talk to him. I wouldn't. Right. I'm not. Don't book him on my show. I'm not going to talk to him. Okay, right. you can book him on my show. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything. Right. We're just going to sit in silence. I just won't go to him. How about for that? the length of the segment? Yeah. I'm not going to talk to him. This is ridiculous. He assaulted a CNN reporter. Right. We all know it. <laughs> right. And they still bring him on CNN. We all know he did it, and they bring him on CNN. And that that's. That's why it, at some point yeah, it goes you know, beyond the it goes beyond just the bookers of CNN. It go it falls to everybody who's there. He was trying to turn his life around though. Oh, there you go. So, right. He hasn't assaulted a reporter in like three X, four X, months. XXX Corey. XXX Lewandowski. Lewandowski. XXXXX. XXXX. You're supporter. But they at some point it goes to these other people. I know one of them on my show, and I'm not I'm not going to talk to him. He's not giving me anything. What's the point of this? Well, we have to show both sides. This is not a side. It's not a side. You know, you can have a just have smart conversations. Dominant guy having a conversation. There are there are two sides to it. I don't agree with that side at all. And like I said in the conversation, I find it to be myopic and short sighted. But okay. Yeah. 
I understand where that comes from. I don't understand where, where somebody's saying womp womp about a Down syndrome children child right. comes from and then lying about it later. And then we all know he's lying, but because of social contract, we're all going to let him lie. It's not Fuck. how I meant it. I was just talking Fuck about manipulating kids. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. Fuck out of here. You're a piece of shit. You know. We got an email from DJ. Short hey, one. Hey, DJ. What's up, Randolph, Dom, White Andy. Uh, Dominic is delighted that people have adopted white Andy. Yes, they have. Um, you guys don't have to call me that. <laughs> you really don't. Uh, DJ says, man, y'all got me rolling today at work today as a guy who works at Walmart that they cheer way too seriously. LOL. Uh, okay. So, DJ, have you done the cheer? Like, do you get fired if you won't do it? Ugh. Like, what? A, how mandatory is this cheer? We got to hear back because I think only the morning crew would have to do it. They don't do it every shift. I wonder if they make them, if they make them when they're leaving, you have to do it. Or oh. when you're coming in, do you have to do it? You got to do the cheer. And does like they pick a different person to lead it every day? Like do you bring on a bunch of people. Like when I worked at Kroger's, people came in at different hours of the day. Yeah, I think you it's know? just whoever. Nobody came in together. We all came in at different hours. Yeah, I think it's just whoever's there like 7 a.m. has to do it. But can they, pull, can they spin the bottle and like say, okay, now it's your turn to lead. And like DJ, get in the middle. And he's got to do the squiggly dance. Because that would be embarrassing. I feel like you could, you could legitimately refuse to do that and not have to be fired for it. But I don't know. Uh, the next email is from Adrian. It's called Unpacking, which is the title of the Thursday episode last week. <laughs> Adrian put the date at the top of the letter, June twenty first, twenty eighteen. This is very professional. Hey, three GO. My name is Adrian, and I'm an avid listener and not a freaking freeloader. Just right in to tell you Thanks, all, sir. Andy, Randolph, Sock Puppets, Pickles, and Jar, how much I truly love the show. While driving to work this morning, I was listening to episode 745, Unpacking. I couldn't get through the whole thing and had to turn it off. Wow, you all create a safe space for people to open up and be vulnerable. And when Dominic shared his backstory, I lost it. Tears, real tears. You all show so much love and support to one another and allowing the space, intentional or not, is real. Ah, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> Well, gay. Gay. I'll try to get through this episode. <laughs> you think we're gay over here? Gay? I'll try to get through the episode at a later date. Gay. But let's just say it's stuck. You can't stuck listen to it because you're gay. <laughs> you're too, you gay. That's why. That's why you can't listen. It's gay. Weak link. Gay people can't listen. Gay. Weak link. Gay. <laughs> but let's just say it's stuck. What's wrong a cord with you? And I can relate to his journey. Three GO strikes a beautiful balance between real funny shit, political commentary, and satire and raw emotions. This should be our bio. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we may we may write that down and keep that. That sentence says a keeper. Yeah, sure. yeah. We're gonna we're gonna and and, and credit you in the fucking yeah. bio line. The people are saying three GO strikes a beautiful balance. <laughs> yeah. uh, she says you are the best. Uh, you don't know what a positive impact you are having on your fans. The 3GO podcast makes commutes on Metro bearable, work days move faster, and bring laughter to many. Thank you for giving us that good work. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your lives. Get this work. The jokes and insights. Keep up the amazing work. Best to you all. Adrian signed the unofficial 3GO human resources director. All right. We may need you for some questions. You know, get this work. (laughs) Get this work. And uh, one more email from uh, Nikki. Nikki has emailed us before. Episode 745, same same episode that we're talking about. Jesus Christ, guys, I'm at my desk tearing up. This was a heavy episode. Gay. Are you gay? Gay. <laughs> Even though you're a woman, you're gay. I got a sore throat. Maybe I was sucking dick earlier. What, am I gay? <laughs> <clears throat> I do have a sore throat. I don't know why. 
<clears throat> it's called getting a cold, Andy. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have any of those symptoms. I don't have anything else. Well, that guess says what? Cold. That's a symptom. It's coming. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I had I had uh, Popeyes last night. Maybe they'll be kissing tainted. on me later. Gay. <laughs> what are you gay? Gay. I've been dealing with depression. This is Nikki. I've been dealing with depression for almost twenty years and I have suicide have had suicide ideation many times. The door metaphor is a perfect description description of how those thoughts haunt you. Yeah, that was good. Dominic came out with that. I like that. My heart goes out to Dominic with his fine ass. <laughs> and anyone struggling out there in the 3GO land, Randolph, with all the depressing news you disseminate on Facebook, I hope you're practicing self-care. Yeah. And to unflappable Andy, they say still waters run deep, so I hope you're not you're doing okay as you seem to be. I'm not gay. Um, <laughs> We're not gay. Much love and take care. Nikki, uh, still threw in the fine ass. Dominic, from, of course. Fine ass Dominic. I will say this. I was just talking with my wife about it yesterday. Um Okay, I'm trying to actually think about a bit to talk about on stage. I probably can't. I'm going to talk about it just a little bit here because I'm going to I'm going to do a solo podcast about it. If not, probably tomorrow, which means you guys will probably get it at some point later on Tuesday, Wednesday. Get it after this. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe maybe they'd get it before this. Anytime somebody tells you that they that you that they're woke or I I want to be woke or I'm woke or yeah, watch look at how they act. At how they're acting they're probably not because and i'm doing air quotes being woke it just takes your joy out of everything it just takes it away i i find very little very Can't little yeah i find very little very little joy in things lately very little because i see where things are going i uh have been reading more and more and more about different things, just the things from the past as well as going forward. And you can see the patterns of the past are repeating themselves again. And uh, I see it and it doesn't, it doesn't go away. And, and I've said before, I wish I could not care. Just turn it off. How great would that be? Just be like, Hey, fuck it. I don't care. And I see people who do it. And I, I guess I understand because it's self care that you just have to detach. But on the other side, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Look at it. Look at it. The detaching is why it's here. Because at some point we all we all start detaching and we let things that's how it happens. Things happen in the darkness because we don't look at it. We don't expose light on it. They can just go over there and do that. And if we ignore them, they'll stop. They don't stop. While you're ignoring them, they it they're growing. Right. You would never ignore a cancer. You would never do that. You would right. never be diagnosed for cancer and then think, I'm just gonna know this or something's growing on you. And you just think, I'm not going to go to the doctor. You yeah. do you people do that all the time, and then they end up dying. <laughs> Should have gone. <laughs> you know? yeah. If only. Oh man, we could have we could have caught this early. The doctor said, oh, we could have caught this early. Lance Armstrong ignored his balls swelling to the size of like a grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. almost died. Yeah, but he could have caught that shit early. Could have caught it early. You know? But you got a fear in you, so you don't. And that's what people do with this with these type of behaviors. That's the thing about this thing about when I'm woke. I I doubt it because <laughs> you don't look depressed at all. James Baldwin <laughs> said in order to be black and relatively aware in this country is being in a state of perpetual anger. That's the truth, and it wear it wears on you. It wear it wears on you. Wears on you. So I I work out, I hit the bag, but like I didn't do any comedy last week because I didn't feel like it. I right. didn't feel motivated to do it. I don't feel funny. I don't um I don't even know how to be funny with the things I want to talk about in my head that I want to talk about. I haven't been able to, I just don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like going out. Uh, what about the, uh, when people say, well, I just got to get off social media or back off social media. Cause that's where a lot of that. Okay. Comes well, from. where else are you going to, are you, are you not reading the paper? Are you not? No, I think, mm-hmm. I think you have to get it somewhere. Like, you know, the old school way of watching the, you know, 
Which I yeah. still do. Watch the news. Watch the news. Yeah, um, but it doesn't. It it doesn't matter if if you leave social. If anything, if, I've discovered this one. If anything, yeah. social media can be your panacea. Yeah, because you have people on a network to to commiserate with who feel like you. If you have curated your space correctly, well, that's the thing. Because a lot of people, it's just leads to more anger because right. you they have the the toxic people still in their right. feet. You don't, and I don't know why you haven't curated a space like that gentleman I was talking about last week, Chris yeah. or Steve-O. I'm like, yeah. why do you have him around? What are you doing? I think that every time people get into arguing with that dude. What are you doing? There's another dude in Baltimore named Devin Brent who I don't, I guess he's done comedy, but yeah. he's just I've a, seen that dude. he just trolls the fuck out of people. Yeah. He'll comment and it'd be like a hundred comments on his yeah. sub, little like, sub what thread. Are you, what are you doing? These people are sadists. Why are you doing this? Again, the, if you want me to go to the definition, that's fine, but there are a lot of Trump voters, and there are a lot of people in Trump. They are sadists. What a sadist does is take joy in your misfortune, your feeling bad. They take joy in. Well, that. they'll say that. That's a sadist. I want to yeah. stick it to the libtards. Right. Those people are sadists. Yeah. Is that who you want to fuck with? Yeah. And guess what? Many of you have them in your family. They're all around you, and you let it go, and you keep engaging with these people, engaging with these people. Now, if you curate your space, which I've 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 been good about doing is curating my space and then I don't need this person. And I say, man, it can be anything. You come in, you come in like you do that great <laughs> joke. It could be right. something as simple as that. You come into my space with some bullshit, you're done. Right. <laughs> All I need to do is see it one time. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with you. All lives matter. Well, yeah, I don't need any explanations or anything like that. I'm done, I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah. I What I find, because I generally unfollow early when I friend someone, Usually it's for like just some shit because they just everything is a meme or yeah. everything is like a fake news article that any idiot would know is wrong that they think is real. And then later, like a year later, I'll see them commenting on someone else's shit with some outlandish thing. I'd be like, oh, that person, what are they up to? Go to their feed and it's all just- yeah. Insanity. Insanity, Trump shit. And then I'll unfriend them. Right. But I generally won't see it because I take them out of the feed and- I'll find out later that like, oh, this person's an idiot. Like, I just, I actually just unfriended someone the other day. Just, I, don't, I don't even remember who, how I became friends yeah. with this person. Some comic apparently just posted some dumb shit, and I, somehow it came across my feed. Someone shared it or something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is this? Who is? This? Oh, I'm friends with this guy. All right, unfriend this dude. Unfriend this dude. Yeah. When's the last time you woke up in the morning and didn't look look on Twitter? To see what the fuck happened. Yeah, I checked <laughs> pretty early. You were asleep. Exactly. I checked pretty That's early. That's why you do it because you're like, if I don't look, I check my notifications. I don't want to be. I, used to, I had written a bit about that. That uh, you have to because yeah. if you don't, you can walk out your house one day and cows are going to be falling out of the sky. What the fuck is this? He's like, oh, you didn't check. Right. Like, yeah, man, cows are falling out of the sky. What? Yeah, it's cl- look out! Bam! It's global yeah. warming. This, this is what happened because you got to. You didn't check Twitter. You didn't check Twitter. Yeah, get cows. They're falling out of the sky. They're everywhere. You know, and that's people don't. I find a big part of that of people saying, "I just want to unplug." That's a big part of of just. Uh, I just want to think about it. A part of that too is because people it generates clicks and ad revenue. People will take a minor thing and say, "This is cows falling out of the sky," right, right, and right. try to generate, and it's not really <laughs> uh, try to generate like emotion, right? When and when you now you're feeling this emotion, maybe a negative one, when you really shouldn't be, if you bought into this bullshit. That's, I mean, that's right. that's literal fake news. Is when people like, or, or they just overblow something. Like, I can't believe this is the worst thing. That's why I told you I got, had to get Sean mm-hmm. King out of my Twitter feed. Yeah, everything yeah. is like. 
oh my God, I've never seen anything like well, this. But on before. the other side, I didn't know about the kid getting shot in the back. In He's a good source Pittsburgh of information. Until Sean King put someone, his When someone feed. shares his Antoine post. Antoine Rose, I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> when someone shares this. his post, I'll see it. But I, I can't yeah. I can't see that much the sky is falling mm-hmm. because he does that a lot. Mm-hmm. The sky is falling all the time. And it's sometimes it's, it's, it's a relatively minor situation. <laughs> but people do that. They'll tell you that cows are falling from the sky when it's like a, a blip on the radar. Right, right. You know, and then other people will be, oh my God, and then that's, you know, it's like trending. Yeah. Say, like, what? This, this some minor bullshit story mm-hmm. is, is trending. So that's where I'm, I, I sort of just close the app and yeah. just go, but I'll go to a different app. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just yeah. go to Facebook. Yeah. You know? And, you know, my wife did that, but then she goes to The Guardian. She doesn't really fuck with Facebook anymore, but you look on, but you look on The Guardian. Right. You can't go away. If, if it's, I look at it as, is, listen, if you're any kind of a conscientious person, you want to know these things. You just happen to be able to access. Used to be newspapers and watching television, but now we have an added layer right. that you can go to the internet and you can get these access. And you want to know if you're conscientious. My wife is devastated by the fact that this is happening in Brownsville, literally ten minutes from her, the house she grew up in. Right. You know, she, she grew up with people like this. Well, like these. People. I grew up in, from San Antonio. People like that are getting separated, separating some mother from. And no, you don't have to be a parent to feel that. Right. You know? And then listening to listening to people defend it, it's disgusting. Right. It's disgusting. Listen to people defend it. And it's a it's a moral failing. And just knowing that half this country is full of these moral failing people and and then they trot white women out to defend it and my wife has to deal with that because it's the simple <laughs> truth. Right. <laughs> it's the simple truth. You Here's know, a white lady. Yeah. Is everybody okay now? Are we good? White white lady, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about that in, in, a, in a private one. Something that Andy had said about me last week that sparked me thinking about, I think I need to do a solo solo one. But, yeah, I've, I've talked about my and it, it can hurt your relationships, your private relationships. Right. Particularly somebody like myself or somebody like Andy. I don't want to say every comic, but the comics I know, <laughs> you sit and think a lot. You become you become introspective right. and you turn in and you look at yourself and you, just, and it, you end up, putting the light back on yourself and asking yourself what kind of, how's this affecting you? What are you doing? To, what are you doing? Are you doing anything? Are you a part of this? Or have you ever been a part of this? Do you want to be a part of this? Are you going to try and, you going to try and fix this? What are the things that are important to you? Are you going to work on these things that are important to you? Do you understand now? You didn't understand before. You kind of get it now. What, what are all these things? You know? Well, also like for me, the instinct as a comic, is like, well, is there a bit in there? Yeah. And if you think that, because I think there is a bit in there, mm-hmm. but that makes you sit in it longer. Yeah. Because you have, now you have to like. Yeah, you got to turn it over in your mind. Like, well, let me, let me, uh, Doug Stanhope talked about that. He was very political for a few years after the Iraq war started. And he said he wasn't a very political guy, mm-hmm. but he would force himself to watch CNN just to fill himself up with hate to generate material. Mm-hmm. And then he had to stop doing that because it was just killing him. Yeah. But it's like, but the instinct is okay. I, I talk about my life on stage or my opinions on stage. This is something. That, so now I got to sit in this longer, explore it more, click on some of these links that say mm-hmm. the cows are falling from the sky, so I can generate an angle on that. And next thing you know, you're just sitting there all day thinking about this shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. Where are we at? Like half hour. Yeah. What is that? All the emails? Thirty-one minutes. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of comments on Facebook too about Dominic's. Uh, yeah, I saw all those, but those are those are public. Yeah. Um, those are all the emails we got. Hello? Someone came in. I don't know. Maybe they came Uh, back out. 
Uh, if you want to email us, three guys on at gmail.com, or you can uh, tweet at us. We got some tweets too that we uh, usually usually respond to. Sometimes we don't. Uh, or we'll just like it. I do that. I, I just like people's tweets. That's my like, okay, I saw it. <laughs> just to let you know I saw it. One person said Dominic mm-hmm. is mad ornery on this episode. Yeah, that's true. That was on the Monday episode, and his poor son, that was on Twitter. Yeah. I tell that boy all the time, you gonna stop talking to your son like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got we had some back and forth with Milner about Skyping in. I got to get a hold of him to try to do that maybe next week. Chris Milner in yes, uh, in yeah. London. Um, Skype and I think WhatsApp, he might be on that too, which I, I got to download that app. And I think WhatsApp is like for 30 minutes you can talk. A lot of people in other countries use WhatsApp. I don't know if it's more international friendly. I don't know what that's about. But we can figure out. Skype is easy. You can just Skype in. It's not a big deal. As long yeah. as he has an internet connection, which London's not third world. I'm guessing he can he can call us. Chris, if you're listening, uh, give yeah. us a call. Hey. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to I mean, I, I exchanged a couple messages with him like a couple months ago, but that was about it. Let's talk about a couple more things. Yeah. Melania's jacket? Yes. Yes, because that was goddamn ridiculous. Um, she can't, listen, I put a tweet up. You can't have it both ways. Either she's this intelligent woman who cares about, who cares about family and children, or she's a dunce who walked out of the, walked out of the house wearing that jacket. You can't have it both ways. I think, yeah, I, or someone didn't catch it. That's it. We know we talk about that with comics who like do a joke that's too close to someone else's joke and then they go mm-hmm. on TV with an hour special and they're doing someone's signature bit. No one said anything? Like none yeah. of your friends? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that Chappelle bit. You don't got yeah. a Mac Mittens on your team? Right. <laughs> exactly. You don't got a Mac Mittens on your team. Clearly someone saw that jacket yeah. and said, hey, wait a minute. And she she said, no, I'm wearing it. Yeah. You know, that's clearly that happened because it wasn't even jacket weather. Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah. t-shirt weather. Yeah. So she's she's sending a message to somebody. So this thing of- She should have had, uh, she should have had- uh, they say I'm crazy. I really don't care. Yeah, that's my prerogative. Yeah, then no, people would be like, been, "Oh, she's a Bobby Brown." Fan. That would have been hilarious. And then she could send a subliminal message, I'm like, "Oh shit, Bobby Brown's a beast." Oh, she likes Bobby Brown. That's cool. <laughs> I didn't know she had that in her. She's Melania's uh, all right. Oh, yeah, you know. she, don't be cruel. I would never yeah. do that. <laughs> be that way. There to was you. a thing of like it was Ivanka talking, and then uh, you guys here? Yeah. We we were shouting at y'all. Y'all didn't. What'd she get? We had a lot of points, so she got a The Queen and Princess and went to Dave and Buster's. How did she uh Well we had a card that had thirteen hundred on there. Thirteen hundred points? Yeah. What'd she get? Come here, Ava. It's a lot of ski ball. Or whatever. Let me see your hair. Come here. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're in trouble or something. What are you doing? She came, y'all. You see, listeners, you can't hear. She came up, barely up the stairs, and just stood and just looked. I should have snatched the mic <laughs> and then trying to snatch it like We have that, a third mic plugged in. Short. Do you like it like that? Yes. Is it okay? Yes. Hey, um, do the part from Incredibles where Edna Mole talking about no capes? Because we were talking about it on Monday's pod, we were talking about it on Monday's podcast, and we were trying to do it. We were talking about it for the show, but we couldn't figure out. I don't know the. I don't know it all. You know it all. The one about because Andy, uh, I've never. Mr. I've never Andy was it. asking about uh, the names of the other superheroes. I said, "Oh, there's a lot of them. I just don't know the names of them." 
So here, here, oh, yeah. use this use this mic. Just just do that just do that scene. Don't scream and holler, but go ahead and put the headphones on. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay, people, we got a third now. We didn't have a we didn't have a third. Welcome back to the stage, Ace Ava. <laughs> Say hello to everybody. Hello. Okay, so do that do that piece. Do you need me to set you up? No. No, you don't need me to set you up? Okay. Okay, for starters, do you know Thunderhead? Tall and strong, when he was about to stop a hero from a bomb, he did pu- he did punch the hero and set the bomb in a different direction. But as soon as the rocket was about to, as soon as the rocket was about to blast off, his cape got stacked on it, and then bam. No, you have to say it like Edna. Don't tell the story. The people know. Just do the Edna Mold part. Mommy will do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're being silly. You said it in the car like. I know I'm telling about that. No, say the say the lines. This is like the say something funny situation. Yeah, with, with yeah. Comics. This always, this I always. I don't know what you're talking about. The lines where Edna says no capes, and then she tells you why, and then she said Thunderhead, it's no capes. I don't, I don't know it. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. Well, say it. I just, I just did Thunderhead. She's bailing. Okay, on you're bailing. She's All right, bailing. you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> take, take the mic, take the mic off, take the headphones off. Cut the mic. You did it in the car. Didn't she do it in the car? Yeah, I did. She did, didn't she? That's exactly what I'm doing. She did it in the car, right? That's not how you did it. You did it You did it just like Edna Moltz in the car. You said all the names. Yeah. I want you to say it into the mic, but like Edna Moltz. You're killing, you're killing the podcast right now. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know that, right? All right, you're out. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. You can... She's sticking uh, it. Remember me. There you go. You know what? She's sticking it to the liberals. Liberals. No, why are you sticking doing. it? You see what you did to the listeners? They love. They love hearing you talk. That it's, thing don't work. It's summer vacation. She's uh, she's off. off she's off. Clock. Sorry, people. I off thought you clock. would get something. You didn't get nothing. She's going to go in her room and do it for an audience. I know. Do it for nobody. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not working. Don't turn that on. Why is it working? The battery's dead. Now this article on USA Today about all these celebrities who are putting their own words on backs of jackets. Yeah, because that's going to make a difference. I do care, and you should too. That's going to... Um, Eddie Vedder's wife, I guess, at a concert. Yes, we all care. Why don't you? It's too late. It's too late for that. Uh, I think it's just a... It's I mean, it's nice. Well, okay, it's not gonna. Be, it's not gonna do any good. I'm about. I'm not about micro things anymore. I'm about the macro. Yeah. <laughs> which it. Which again, as we were talking earlier about being woke, fucking sucks because you see that there's nothing's gonna change in the macro, and it, people say, "Well, you just change this little thing here, little thing there," but what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, that it's, was my problem with Kim Kardashian when she got she got that one woman out of jail. Great. Right, <laughs> you know, great. That's fantastic. You know, it's fantastic. It doesn't change everything that's happening. Obama was letting people out of the jail, and he was working on changing the the system. He had right. started already doing, starting enacting changes, which would have kept going underneath Hillary Clinton. But hey, you guys told me that she was the same. Well, Jeff Sessions kind of put an end to all that. Yes, he did. Because remember, they were the same can- they were the same candidate, and that's why we're going to vote for Joe. Actually, Stein. Hillary might be worse. Exactly. Actually, I mean. And Obama was making changes to the system on the macro scale, not just on the on the micro scale, but also on the macro scale. And he could have had somebody there was somebody in place who was going to keep things going. But hey, they were the same, so he voted for Jill Stein. So here we are. 
Yeah, well, you know, uh, the blue wave is coming. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I don't know. I think I think there's going to be a, a big turnover in Congress in the fall. I don't know how big. I don't know if it's going to be like. Do you trust any of those people coming in? It's not that I, whether I trust them or not, I just think they're going to be a little more willing to resist Trump. What did you think of Kevin McHale being in a... I didn't know that his wife was a big... He went to a Trump rally. Yeah. All right, someone caught a picture not of him. just there. He was... <laughs> He's like eight right. feet tall, so you can't miss yeah. him. And his, someone that found out or dug up his wife's Twitter feed, and she's like a, a big yeah, time she's Trump crazy, reporter. Yeah. She's like a MAGA person. I don't know that he has ever tweeted like that. I, someone would have found it by now. But it's just weird. I mean, Deadspin had a good headline title. Celtics great Kevin McHale enjoys old feeling of being in an arena full of screaming bigots. That's hilarious. <laughs> that, is, that is hilarious. <laughs> it's like an Onion article or something. But yeah, it's just weird because Kevin McHale, you're like, okay, he's he's like an NBA. He's been a coach. He's mm-hmm. been a front office guy. The NBA is the league of you know Popovich and Kerr and LeBron and people who are speaking out. And Kevin McHale has not spoken out. He hasn't said anything, but he shows up at this Trump rally. Like, what do you see in Trump? Are you around people who are affected by Trump? There's no bubble with him. Uh, here's one of his wife's tweets. Experts say that no matter how clean and safe the shelter, the U.S. policy of separating babies and toddlers from parents at the border can lead to permanent emotional damage. Here comes his, uh, Kevin McHale's wife. Wondering if separating tender-aged children from their parents for 8 to 10 hours per day in daycare for five years has any lasting effects. Those kids cry too. Yeah, because that's exactly they're the same. They're not in jail. They're not in jail. They're in daycare. They have that's Tonka exactly, trucks. Because that's exactly the same. Do these kids have Tonka trucks at yeah. these Walmarts? I don't think so. Yeah, they, that's, just, that's, just so, that's so aggressively stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, Like, why would you even... How would you even think that without checking yourself and saying, wait a minute, this, this doesn't make sense, does it? Because like, to her, it makes sense. It's just like daycare, eight to 10 hours a day. Like, no, because your parents are going to pick you up after you know that. Glad Trump brought up mining on the Iron Range. Mining was a huge part of our lives growing up. Fed our families. Hashtag support mining. Yeah, that era is mining? dead. Mining? That's a dead era. You're 70. <laughs> yeah. <Stop>. Mining? <laughs> no, my, who gives a fuck about mining anymore? <laughs> Uh, I wish I wish Trump would bring back silent films. <laughs> I hate these talkies. You know what I'm missing? Bathtub gin. <laughs> like just because the, the world was different when you were a kid doesn't mean it was bathtub better. gin. Oh uh, yeah, I'm looking at her Twitter feed now. She's doing a lot of uh, drain the swamp hashtagging. This is a I guess back to Monday's episode. The whole divorce your Trump uh, loving spouse. Either that or he's there. He's right there with her. Well, but he he's went to the at rally. A rally, right? So how do you now? What 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 organization does he work for now? Is he out? He was in the Rockets organization for he a while. He got ousted. But did he go? Did he get kicked upstairs, or is he just gone? I don't know. Amy, you know anything about Kevin McHale? I'm gonna the look Rockets? him up. I'm gonna look up his uh, Wikipedia. Because wasn't he like? Coaching a WNBA team at one point too a few years back. No, that's the other one uh, who played Bill Lambert. Lambert, yeah, who's another crazy. What's his situation? He's another crazy right winger, hardcore. Kevin McHale, um, right? He's a top fifty player and all that. Not 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 top fifty. Yeah, he's a, he's a top fifty player. He's named a top fifty is, player. Yeah. Sixty years old. Yeah, what he's doing now? I don't know what he's doing now. He's only sixty. Yeah, he's only sixty, but that's the age where people start taking that turn. Yeah. You got years ahead of him to, to hang out. 
head coaching and record. Yeah, he coached Houston until 2015-16, and he got fired like 11 games in. I guess he's not working right now. They were in Minnesota. That's where he's from, so I guess uh, he's just well, home. Yeah. Hibbing, Minnesota is where he's from. Went to college in Minnesota. Yeah. It's interesting. And then went to play in Boston. What do people do now with this knowledge? Okay. So here's your idol. What are you going to do? And what can you do? It's just, I mean, he's not, he's not broadcasting anymore, is he? For a while he was doing that. Like he was, uh, I don't know, one of those play-by-play guys or something. He might just be retired. He's 60 years old. He might just say, I can do what I want. I'm going to come out of the closet like Kurt Schilling did. Yeah. After he retired and became like, I mean, Mikhail doesn't seem to be a guy who tweets a lot. Schilling is still out there. But yeah, he's got, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I'm kind of like, that's one, I'm, I'm of two minds of this. One, I'm like, uh, you know, get rid of him. Who cares? I don't want to. And the other side, I'm like, I want to hear an interview with this guy. <laughs> I, I want someone to question him. <laughs> like, I want to, I want to question him. I want to ask him questions. <laughs> Like, can you can your wife leave the room for a second? Can we just talk man to man? Yeah, here? are you really into this? This is a three guys on podcast creates a safe space. Yeah, it's a safe space <laughs> according to our listeners. <laughs> and we're gonna give you a chance. That's such a long ass down right there. <laughs> yeah, like you want some more leg room? We can we can make, we got longer mic cords <laughs> if, if we need that. I got questions for this dude. Like, it just doesn't seem to make sense. But I don't know anything about him. I mean, maybe maybe he's always been that way. Some of these coaches are. I don't think I don't think as many are as the football coaches. No, football's football is riddled with that guy. The uh, yeah, the lunch pail. I wish it was the nineteen fifties again, kind yeah. of guy. One of the one of the one of the coaches was tweeting out conspiracy theories. One of the college coaches, Mike Leach, really was tweeting out conspiracy theories about Obama. I'm like, okay, I don't know how you gonna go stand in somebody black's living room. <laughs> No, or just anybody right minded. Was saying he wasn't born in Hawaii, born in the uh, U.S. No, or something. something. Let me let me. Let me pull it. Because <laughs> I, just, I just caught that. Mike Leach. Who does he coach? Obama. Let's do Mike Leach, Obama. That'll do it. Here's what I heard about Obama. This is unsubstantiated, but I'm going to tweet it anyway. Obama likes spicy mustard. <laughs> he does like spicy mustard. Oh, let's take your spicy mustard there, Obama. Uh Days after posting doctored Obama video on Twitter, oh. WSU. Oh, that video. I remember that video. Mike Leach that. has more to say. The Cougar Spoke said USA Today columnist Dan Wilkin, who said bigger schools don't want to hire and will be serving big ups in a few years. He does a horrible job. I don't know what he's talking about. Washington State? Is that where he coaches? He tweeted out a heavily edited video of Barack Obama's speech in hopes of promoting a discussion. That's what they always say. I'm just asking uh-huh. questions. Start a dialogue. The doctor clip has a former president saying ordinary men and women are too small-minded to govern their own affairs, but order and progress only come when they surrender their rights to an all-powerful sovereign. Who talks like that, <laughs> first of all? Ordinary men and women are too small-minded to govern their own affairs, but order and progress can only come when individuals surrender their rights to an all-powerful sovereign. Who talks like that? What I don't movie, know. What movie script is that from? They took a sentence from earlier in the speech, and then- They uh, flipped around, and the they full- cut, They cut to a crowd yeah. shot, and when they came back, they, they added the other sentence. The problem is a full transcript of that speech revealed the above quote was taken out of context, and Obama was actually arguing against that very thought. Right. When tweeters told him the clip was fake, Leach didn't concede. Prove it, he tweeted. Right. When it was eventually proven, he removed the video from his feed, admitted it was incomplete, but still encouraged a discussion on the power of government. I'm just asking questions. 
Perhaps the story would have disappeared by Monday afternoon had Leach apologized in some capacity. He didn't. When ensued was a piece by USA Today sports columnist Dan Wolken, who argued that such unpredictability was why bigger schools stay clear, Leach, despite his success at Texas Tech and Washington State. Well, Leach he's... responded with a tweet blasting Wolken as a journalist who knows nothing while challenging him to a debate. <laughs> uh, bring it. I said, okay, I'm looking at Mike Leach now, Wikipedia, 57. This is the age. Yeah. where people start watching Fox News a lot and they start going down that rabbit hole and believing shit. They stop thinking critically. Kevin McHale, Mike Leach, I mean, who else? These aren't, I mean, Mike Leach, may, I don't know if he played football. He might have head injuries. Kevin McHale probably, I mean, he played in the 80s in the NBA. Maybe he's got a, his brain got rattled a little bit. Here's the thing about Leach. Is I'm reading the question that this guy, this guy asked some question and he finally gets the Obama video. First of all, what you have right now is a contrast of political philosophy going on, so it's kind of fascinating time from that standpoint. That sentence says nothing. You've got the Trump side that's discussed in some sort of fashion, fair or unfair, on TV every day, and then you've got the Obama side, too. No one's talking about Obama. The Obama side. What I was looking for, and I didn't select a very good video, I just wanted something to quickly summarize this political approach and just get thoughts from people, because one thing in the entire thing, I never offered an opinion on any of it. If you look at it, I didn't offer an opinion. What you offered was something that wasn't categorically untrue. Right. I just said, listen to this and let's hear what you think. What I hope was just a variety of ideas and opinions to come out. Well, shortly after that, this was overrun by maybe someone saying something very hateful, not necessarily about me, but perhaps, and then you'd look and they'd have three followers. I didn't even think that's really an account. Is that really an account? I mean, maybe it is, or maybe it's just some PR, politically driven vehicle that continues to try to push the agenda. And as I mentioned, that exists on both sides. So it really wasn't that. It evolved into this series of name calling, but I still think the question is valid regardless. What do you think of this? Well, that's a valid question, no matter how you slice it, unless the thing you're asking, what do you think of, is not real and uh, is completely fake. What do you think of this unicorn? Yeah. Yeah, that what do you whole, think about the Earth being flat? That whole start of but dialogue. But then they thing. said, "Well, it's a hoax. Well, if it's fake, it's fake. Well, it's this, which I didn't know. Someone passed that on to me, and I said, "Why? Prove it. If you know it's a hoax, then prove it to me." Ugh. Ugh. Well, then after about nine of those, someone sent the speech in its entirety, and it wasn't a speech that was on on this point for what I was hoping for anyway. And so then the statements in the speech are far enough separated that it would feel like it was taken out of context. I thought the context was too broad, not accurate enough that I pulled it off, but that doesn't change the fact that I was asking, why aren't we talking about the contrast of what we're seeing in regard to our political philosophy? But in the end, it all ended up being a waste of time. <laughs> well, you got the last part is is right. It's all a big waste of time. This whole, he doesn't want to have a conversation about political philosophies. He wants to have a gotcha moment mm-hmm. against Obama. That's all he's doing. His tweet said when he posted the video, listen to this, text your thoughts. There is a lot of disagreement on government, so I think that an open discussion is always in order. Tweet your thoughts. Maybe we can all learn something. And he posted a video that's fake. So this guy asked him, do you, do you think, so you said you realized the video was incomplete, but I think a lot of people are wondering why you didn't just say, oops, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I posted a headline ed video. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to mislead anybody. Do you think I was going to get a wealth of apologies from all those people that were saying all those things that I intended that I'm, no, I don't. I what? think they would still probably criticize you, but I also think it would be the right thing to do for someone in your position. And here's the interesting response. Well, for one, I'm not particularly sorry. I thought the video selection was poor from that standpoint. From the standpoint that, and anytime you quote a guy, it's difficult because there's always a broader context in any conversation. It's actually not very difficult to quote anybody. What's he talking about? I don't think the context to that was as precise as I wanted it to be. So from that standpoint, I thought it was sloppy. I'm not particularly sorry about it because it was in his speech and he did say it. 
<laughs> what? I just I just think it was plugged together in a bad way by whoever made the video. Yeah, that's exactly right. Right. You <laughs> get past things like meaning. this all the time. It's not like I researched it or looked it up. Well, you're an idiot. Well, why didn't you? I just listened to what was sent and was like, oh, yeah, that might work. But that doesn't change the fact that people should be able to express their thoughts. I just don't understand all this name calling because you posted a lie. And the reason why you posted that lie was to denigrate Barack Obama. Right. That's why. I never took a position on any of it. Yes, you did when you posted it. You look at any one of them. I don't. I didn't take a position at any point. And here comes the writer. Oh, I agree. But I think what people see is you're an open Trump supporter, which is fine. But they see an open, open Trump supporter posting a video of Obama that they don't think makes Obama look very good. So by that logic, they think you're taking a position. What I didn't like, I don't think it precisely represented what was in that speech. And the speech overall didn't fit the context of what I was after. So uh. it just really wasn't very good. But that doesn't change the fact. What you just said, those people can all just say that. That would be a lot of my opinion. You get the point. <laughs> no, no one no, understands no. what you're talking about, dude. They can just say what? They can just say whatever their thoughts might be on the subject. I mean, because the gamut of what their thoughts might be. No, they can't. Here's the thing. Their thoughts are you're an idiot. Yeah. And he said, I won't apologize because these people will still think I'm an idiot. So you, you don't actually want them to say what their thoughts are. Right. Their thoughts are shut the fuck up, you dummy. Why don't you well, research something? Right but instead, it. it's this whole label game. There's the assumption uh. I'm in favor of this, this, and this. None of which I said. They're putting words, whether it's in my mouth or someone else's mouth. That tweets in. You put the words in your mouth by posting the video. Right. It's literally on his Twitter feed. These these, these football guys. You know, they're in their own world. They're in the they're in the the first ones to the facility in the morning. The last ones to leave. They don't know what's going on. They're all X's and O's guys. That's all. I don't think he is. I think he's a fucking idiot. Well, here he is retweeting Donald Trump from June 9th. Mm-hmm. So he's never retweeted Obama. No. Well, he's in. Well, you know, he's just asking questions, Andy. Yeah, he's just starting starting dialogue. He loves just, dialogue. I'm just starting dialogue, That's asking questions. Fuck out of here. All his tweets. Well, about 85 percent of his tweets are just retweets. He's not really starting a lot of dialogues no. on Twitter. He's posting like memes, like the Gadim. No meme and yeah, shit the only reason you retweet something is because you agree with it if you don't agree with it you put a thing above it or next to it saying look at this dumb shit some people do the ironic retweet um, yeah joe but mandy. you but you know it <laughs> yeah joe mandy was good for that when he was on twitter i don't think he's on twitter anymore yeah all this starting conversation bullshit how is that your way out of saying dumb shit who starts conversations that way uh, just dumbly yeah <laughs> Hey man, you're you're a piece of shit. Hey, don't hit me. I'm trying to start a conversation. I'm just trying to start a conversation with you. That's all. Is that how conversations start? Like that? Do they not know how conversations start? Just go on Twitter and say, "Hey, uh, I want to talk about this. What do you guys think?" You don't have to post a heavily edited video. Up oh, uh, the internet, Black Twitter has gotten this woman. Which woman? Oh, the woman who called the cops on the girl selling water. Oh, we talked about that Monday. Allison Edel. <laughs> do they have her name already? Oh yeah. <laughs> Is there, is there a longer version of that video? This is Allison Ellis. She called the cops a little girl for selling water. Let's make her famous. She's a doggy weed seller, apparently. What? She, apparently she sells weed to cool your dog out. Oh. Treat Well, let's go to her company. Treat Well Health. That's the name of her company. Let's go check that out. <laughs> Allison Edel has a master's degree in urban planning. Cannabis Twitter. 101. 100% free online summit of experts. Join us. No, thanks. We'll play the video for the freeloaders. Yeah, this no. woman was on the street trying to get a nine-year-old girl to stop selling water. 
is what mm. it was. On a hot day. Yeah. And uh, this other woman started filming. And then Allison Weddell or whatever, Edel or whatever her name is tried to hide. Yeah. This woman don't want to let a little girl sell some water. That's her mom. She calling the police on an eight-year-old little girl. You can hide all you want. <laughs> She's trying to hide. Yeah, and um, illegally selling water without a permit? Yeah. On my property. It's not your property. And then the video cuts off. Illegally selling water without a permit? Like, come on. Is that a big deal? So a lot of this stuff is just uh, drops. Uh, they're called uh, tinctures. So a lot of this is just uh, you can buy it off the website. Oh, her 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 company. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff to calm you down, basically. Someone's already calling her Permit Patty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got barbecue Becky and Permit Patty. Yep. Allison Edel is a woman who called police on an elementary school age San Francisco girl hoping to sell water to baseball fans in front of her apartment building Saturday. The girl's mother captured it on her cell phone and posted it to Instagram. Edel, who can be seen on her phone calling police, tries to hide when she realize, realizes she's being recorded by the girl's mother. Edel has deleted her Facebook. Not known virally, now known virally, as Permit Patty. Permit Patty. Edel has two master's degrees, one in urban planning, owns a medical marijuana business, was an equity trader, and a Brookings Institution researcher. She's 44 years old. Not unlike the so-called Barbecue Becky, the woman who called police on a black family having a cookout. <laughs> we got a new meme, though, y'all. Permit Patty. Permit Patty. It's <laughs> the, the same shot of her on her phone. Yeah, it's the same exact shot, her and the other woman. A woman named Raj on Twitter, whose cousin is the little girl, said her cousin lives near AT&T Park, where the San Francisco Giants were slated idea. to play the San Diego Padres Saturday. some water for people walking. That's a good idea. The girl with a big smile and a rolling cooler announced cold water $2. Ooh, good price. You buy a case for five ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's good money for a kid. 24 times two, what is that? Uh, 48, 48 bucks. bucks. And then minus the price of the minus 42 bucks. Minus $42? That's good money. Uh, her her mother was outside their apartment building with her daughter where- You know what she needs? She needs a uh, one of those little cubes to take swipes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The little square thing? Yeah. Yeah. Her mother was outside the apartment building with her daughter when Edel began phoning the police. When the mother began capturing Edel calling cops, the woman tried to hide by ducking down around a concrete wall to hide. on the sidewalk. And when the mom said, you can hide all you want, <laughs> the whole world is going to see you, boo. Edel comes from her whole hiding spot and says, yeah, illegally selling water without a permit. Yeah. Um, permit Patty's being likened to Barbecue Becky. An Oakland woman who called police. We know who that is. Somebody gave her the somebody gave her the suck teeth. Somebody gave her the suck teeth meme. Ah, Wait till Black Twitter wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's where the video cuts off. I'd like to see more of this lady, but I guess we stopped recording. Um, yeah, hiding is 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 how you know she knows she fucked up. Yeah, you fucked up. Yeah, you you're all big and bad when you're calling the cops on a nine year old, but yeah, someone else comes walking up recording you. Police on somebody selling water. I don't know. Again, we've talked about this sicking the cops on people. people right? Why for what? Do, for what? It what is, are you doing? Is this really a dangerous situation? Do you think she's tainting the water? Is that what it is? <laughs> people are going to buy it at their own peril. They might have the same thought. Like, I'm not going to buy water from a kid. There might be, there might be rocks in there. Who knows what kids put in water? Then don't buy it. Oh, they got her whole. They got her whole history going on here. Her business, all that shit. Yep. Yeah, uh, Cuba Libre apparently didn't want to let a uh, transgender person into the right bathroom. 
Rod just sent me a <laughs> sent me a text saying, "Well, looks like we're not going back there next time I'm in town." So that was recent, I guess. Yeah, it was like last night. Huh. We at Cooper Libre would like to apologize for all the. This is a video of this this barbecue Becky girl, well, not barbecue the permit patty. Some of them even need some one to one. The cannabis the vegan the news. Sadie is an example of a German Shepherd mix, 100% seizure free. Same with Luna. You see a lot of chihuahuas. <laughs> so she's giving cannabis to pets. Is that what she's doing? Yeah, yeah. Pets and humans, I believe. Okay. My dog could use a little weed. He's about to die. He could use a little weed. <laughs> he doesn't have much time left. Maybe a couple of weeks. He's on his way out. I, I haven't tried giving him weed. I wouldn't know where to get Where do you get weed for dogs? From her, you order it. I mean, she's all the way across the country. Last night, I was told by the manager of Cuba Libre, D.C., that I couldn't use the women's restroom, and after challenging his, his discrimination with D.C. law and responding to his threat of calling the police with a please do so, I was forcibly removed from the from the restaurant. Hmm. I'm told, oh, Jesus, they're coming for Cuba Libre now. I'm like, you fucking idiots, don't you get it? This is against the law. <laughs> you can't. Get out of our bathrooms. The LBGTQ liaison's first question they threw himself was, Hi, Charlotte, I'm asked for your pronouns. They took statements, gave my friends and I, oh, they brought everybody in. Space to process and fully debris from a lot of people. Complete strangers walked out of Cuba Libre and when they saw what happened. Some wanted to respect my space and wanted to offer verbal support. I'm looking for the allyship I witnessed last night. Uh, where's the one where? I'm told Cuba Libre, D.C., will face investigation by the city's licensing authority and the D.C.'s Office of Human Rights. The latter, which I have to initiate using the police report that will that I will on file. The officers told me I had a very strong case. So this is a, someone who identifies Monday, as a woman? Yeah, I follow her online, Charlotte Clymer. And last she went, night I was told by the manager of Cuba Libre, yeah, she went to Cuba Libre last night, went, went to use a bathroom, and they told her that she couldn't go in there. The manager did. So the manager of this just brought, I wonder how the owners are going to feel about this when they find out the manager of this brought this shitstorm down on Cuba Libre. Oh, they'll fire the manager. They'll have a public, <laughs> like, here at Cuba Libre, we uh, we tolerate all kinds of people. We love our customers. Come back. Everyone, please come back. I also think it's worth noting that things might have gone very differently if I were not white, aware of the law, and connected to people who can help. My privilege helped me in this situation, transgender people, especially people of color, whether I'm a privilege or not so fortunate. Here at Cuba Libre, we want everyone to feel Libre. I like Cuba Libre too. We went there for <laughs> we went there for our anniversary dinner and then went to Chappelle. Oh really? Me and Rod and Karen went there that day when we were in town. We went there for lunch. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't catch up with you. I was in DC that day too. Um got a case. Well, they'll settle. And then the restaurant will have some kind of outreach. And now I have Bachelorette Weekend to get back to. Oh, Jesus. Here at Cuba Libre, yeah. all trannies eat free. Like, wait, no, you can't say it like That's that. That's going to be the next thing, yeah. <laughs> be a clumsy-ass statement. Uh, here at Cuba Libre, we love everyone, even the he-she's. <laughs> okay, cut. Stop. We got. <laughs> you want to piss here? Feel free to piss, whether you have a dick or not. Either bathroom works. Uh, that's uh, I said I saw this and you're right I said Rod I said it's too bad too they good oh well a lot of spots around <laughs> <laughs> whoever's next door is going to put up a, a rainbow yeah, flag yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're come doing over there but come I don't on know in. what's going on over there but I can tell you what's happening over here we're installing extra bathrooms <laughs> yeah that's, that's ballsy man to tell somebody they can't use the bathroom I've never understood that one 
Yeah, I, I mean, I would assume a restaurant like that. I don't know. I haven't been there, but do they have one person bathrooms or no? It's it's like, standard. It's a standard place. It's nice too. Like group and bathrooms. It's, it's it's big and busy. So what that tells me is, you spotted you spotted her coming in, and you kept yeah. your eyes on her the whole time. Yeah. Well, she could sit there and eat, but if she tries to get up and use the bathroom, <laughs> you and then told your waist staff, "You guys tell me if she gets up to use the bathroom." Right, right. She, I was she in quotes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More like he. Ugh. He, she. Um. Yeah, now I'm on that Twitter feed, Charlotte Clymer. Yeah. Uh, good information too on that Twitter feed, by the way. That's oh, really? Why I, yeah, that's why I follow it. Good information. Who's this? Is it a journalist's feed? Is Charlotte a journalist? No, it does something in the government in D.C. I I remember when when uh, Charlotte transitioned. Oh, really? Former military. They transitioned. I've been following for a while. Her, excuse me, for a while. How dare you? I know. <laughs> I Here know. are three guys on podcast. We'll <laughs> use your chosen pronoun. And except for sometimes we'll slip up. Sometimes we're going to slip. It's going to happen. We don't mean anything by it. It's going to happen occasionally. You understand. <laughs> You probably slip up too. <laughs> Be honest. Occasionally. Sometimes. Some people who just transitioned, they fuck up. I wonder. They fuck up their own pronouns I sometimes. I wonder. I wonder. Or they'll fuck if they have a friend who just transitioned, you know, like they've known for 20 years as a he. Yeah. And now it's a she. It's a she. Now she's a she. That's an interesting question. I wonder. They fuck up. I wonder. They do. We all, everyone misspeaks. You get used to saying something a certain way, you know? I think the big one will be the name, but I don't know. Maybe they're more conscious of it because because they're going through it. They might be, but I'm just saying sometimes when you misspeak, you're not really, you're just, you're just talking, you're not really thinking. Yeah. Like, you know, you're tired, it's late, you call someone a he when they, you should have said she. Yeah. I wonder, I'd like to hear some honest conversation from some people who transition. Like, come on, you, you fuck up. You say it wrong every now and then. I'd like to. Every now and then. Hmm. You don't you don't you don't you don't try to say it wrong, you're not deliberate. Hmm. I wonder. I really do. That's an interesting question. That's an interesting question. I don't know. We don't have anybody in the transgender world we can ask. I mean, either. people will sometimes I, I mean Violet, we can ask Violet. I can we can ask Violet. <laughs> I bet Violet has, has Violet, Violet knows. Used the wrong pronoun before. Yeah, I'm ask Violet. Yeah. That's a good question. I just have to ask Violet that. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I, I'm not saying it so I can get cover to deliberately misgender yeah. <laughs> people. Well, you do it too. No, I, think like, it's just, I think it's just an interesting question. It's just like, I'm just like, honestly, like as people. As far as the mind. As far it can as be an honest mindset, mistake. As far as the mindset. Yeah. I mean, we have a what cat that I will sometimes call the name of a different cat. Oh, now you're like, comparing them to animals, Andy. No, I'm not. I'm comparing names. It's a well, naming convention. Com- you said a cat, Andy. You're comparing well, it doesn't matter. Animals. It's a naming convention. <laughs> Andy. Uh, they wish they were cats. Cats are better than people <laughs> anyway. I like cats better, you know. If there were cats in cages, I'd be taking them out of those cages. But, you know, people misspeak. That's all I'm saying. Well, I I went through that a lot with uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, well, that's someone you've known for decades as Bruce. Yeah, older than me, so my whole childhood. Yeah. (laughs) So forgive me if it takes a minute. Yeah. You know, that's all. It's just going to take a minute. Yeah, it's going to take me a little while. Not anymore, but in the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two per minute. Like Cuba Libra, where are we at? Uh, one one hour seven. All right, let's bring this one home. We'll talk about the Trumpsters not getting dates. Oh yeah, we'll close on that. That's hilarious. Maybe one of them was at Cuba Libra. <laughs> they called the cops. That's why, <laughs> sir. Sir, I mean, man, oh, whatever. Manager, Whoever you whatever, are, ma'am, manager, sir, she, ma'am. She wanted to go in the bathroom. So apparently, the Trumpsters, people who work 
uh, for the Trumpsters can't get dates. All the government staffers who work, DC people who don't live in D.C., like a lot of the younger population is people who come into town and get they get jobs on Capitol Hill. Not a lot, a, a good number of people. They're like congressional staffers, staffers for the president, staffers at the White House. And so there are all these young people with nice jobs who go out a lot. And none of the Trump people, they're all incels apparently because they're involuntarily celibate. Yeah. This article about how none of them can get dates on like basically Tinder and all the apps because it's, I guess to the credit of the young people of today, they ask when they're first texting these people, when they match with them, they just straight up ask. Hey, are you a Trump voter? <laughs> oh, you work in the government? Do I you? actually work there. You work in, Oh, let me ask a question. Uh, what do you think of Trump? Oh, you like him? Block. That's how that goes. I actually work there. Do you? Yeah, Trump's my boy. Block. Block. <laughs> oh, really? He's your boy? My goodness. <laughs> well, I mean, the obvious solution, date each other. Well, I'm but sure they're my, doing that. my salute, but I would be willing to bet you that they don't find each other attractive. <laughs> yeah. I bet you there's a lot of that. Like, well, no, they're all they're all the same. It's all I like white. Like this. It's, uh, what if it's all white girls and you're into something a little different? What yeah. if you want to, you know, go go somewhere, get an Asian girl, get a black girl, get right. a Latina girl? You're not going to find one. Right. Uh, right. They all, so yeah, there's always tension when an administration's change in Washington, a new cast of characters arrives. Not true. Uh, as, <laughs> I uh, don't believe that anymore. <clears throat> people keep wanting to act like these are all, like this is all the same stuff. It's not. Yeah. Center of Washington has become more of a draw for young professional transplants who want to drink and date and experience active social lives. The problem is if you work for Trump, it's also hostile territory. The president's, the president campaigned against the very idea of Washington, slammed cities as war zones, and ran a racially charged campaign Racially charged yeah. campaign whose coded messages. I think you mean racist, don't you? Yeah, the, this is a coded message. Coded messages weren't lost on the diverse, Democratic-leaning residents of D.C.'s buzzing neighborhoods. The bar-filled areas that became synonymous with young Washington in the Obama era, Columbia Heights, Shaw, U Street, H Street, are full of anti-Trump T-shirts and street art. Even old Republican uh, redoubts like Spring Valley and Upper Northwest aren't very Trump-friendly. So what's a young Trumper to do? A Trumpy to do? Many still do live in D.C. and to understand what their lives here are like, we interviewed more than 30 millennial staffers. 30 whole? From the Trump White House and across the administration, both current and former, many have already left. <laughs> I can't get laid. I'm going back to Ohio. Fuck this. <laughs> I fuck in Ohio. You don't even know. You don't even know. I fuck you, all the time you in Ohio. No. You trust me. Trust me. Uh, as well as a smattering of their friends and outside observers, nearly all spoke on the condition of anonymity to talk candidly about their personal lives or because they were not authorized by their bosses to comment. They told us their horror stories about being heckled on the street <laughs> and their struggles <laughs> to get How am I heckling you on the street if I don't know who the hell you are? How does uh, that happen? Yeah, they're wearing the hat. That's what it is. <laughs> Unlike the predecessors who made their mark on the city's social scene, they largely keep to themselves more likely to hop in between intimate apartment gatherings because nobody likes you. than to hit the town. Instead of folks looking outward, explains one young White House aide, more folks look inward. Faced with an open antagonism Trump's millennials over the past year and a half have quietly settled on the margins, a stretch of Washington that spans from the wharf, a shiny development three blocks south of National Mall, southeast along the waterfront and into Navy Yard on the banks of the Anacostia River. It's a string of neighborhoods. That's where the Nats Park is, I think. Yeah. It's a string yeah, of neighborhoods yeah. 
of the city by an interstate and facing away from official Washington. It's a bubble within the Washington bubble. Oh, uh, they all—they're all just stuck there. They're yeah, all just stuck in good. their little stay there. Their little camp. It's not all a tale of discomfort. Many shrug off the drawbacks by pointing out that at least they're not in New York or back on their college campuses where their politics were even less welcome. And they're learning one lesson that every new wave of operations learns. In Washington, even in Trump's Washington, not true. as long as you have power, you can manage to feel popular somewhere. Again, it's not, first of all, A, that's not true. Right. <laughs> that, that, that sentence wasn't true, so stop it. Uh, <laughs> B, you don't have any power where you're at. The fact that you're you're basically hiding in a hole in the ground yeah. because no one likes you. How powerful is that? Why are you know. trying to make these people feel good about themselves? There's <laughs> <laughs> both sides, man. I get heckled, but you know, I've got a little power here. It's uh, both sides, man. See, I don't see more of these quotes. Yes, these are these sadists who are like, when we're in charge, we're going to yeah. make them feel bad. That's what they they sit around in their little shit ton place wherever the fuck they're at. There was another article, maybe it was another one that referenced this, where they had quotes from the people... And like when they get on Tinder and stuff, people just straight up ask them. Yeah. And then they start yelling at them on Tinder. Yeah. Like, you're a racist? How many of them are just lying now? I'm sure they're lying. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of them have lied. People lie to get laid all the time. Yep, yep. <laughs> they lie about their politics. They lie about the job they have. Oh, yeah, I work in finance. Yep, yep, yep. They, they're a used That's car why you got to keep asking them questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, finance? What do, you, who do you work for? <laughs> and? What company do you work for? And? Really? Got to come up with this whole elaborate backstory to get some. Are you on LinkedIn? <laughs> do you see now? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I work for the Trump uh, administration, but I disagree with a large number of their policies. Do you? Yeah. Okay. The majority, actually. Racist? Click. You hang up. <laughs> Most of it. I mean, I, I can be swayed the other yeah. way. What are you doing later? What are you doing later? Not you. Click. Hey, you're black. I've never met one of you before. No? Bye. Click. Want to go out? No. Click. I'm a Trump staffer, but there's a lot more to me that you don't know. Is there? I don't need to know. Click. <laughs> I'm moving back to Ohio. Well, at least I'm not in New York. We can always just go to Virginia. There's yeah. little pockets in Virginia. They can, Plenty of them. They can be welcomed in. Pick your ass over to Fairfax. <laughs> Just go west. Go further west. Go right over to Fairfax. Go to Winchester. They're out there voting for Corey Stewart. Is it Fairfax vote for Corey Stewart? Yeah, they broke for Corey Stewart. That's why he won. <laughs> really? Fairfax, yeah. What the fuck? I looked at the voter breakdown. Fairfax. Oh, really? That's why he run. Pushed him over. Corey Stewart, the Trump clone? Yeah. You know, Mr. Confederacy, even though he's from Michigan and one of those- He's from like Minnesota or something. Northern states. But he went to Georgetown. Yeah. Well, I'm not a racist. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I mean, the look, young people have always talked about the perils of how hard it is to get laid in whatever situation they're right. in. You know, if you weren't a Trump supporter, you'd have some other issue. Yeah. You know, like, I don't have a nice car, or I'm not pretty enough, or whatever. So this is your obstacle. Yeah, deal with it. Everyone has an obstacle. Fuck each other. You know, I don't make eye contact well. <laughs> it's hard to get laid. <laughs> doesn't matter if my politics line up perfectly with yours. I'm not going to look at you. So <laughs> what's going to happen then? I'm not going to get laid. That's all that's going to yeah, happen. Go talk to each other. That's what I yeah. would recommend. You can't complain about that. Like, there's, yeah. some, there's someone else. Oh, yes, you can when, yeah. you, when you think the world is supposed to open up for you because you're a Trump voter. That's the whole reason why they elected him. So yeah. that way the world would, if we just elect him, then everything will go good, right? Yeah. No. I guess so. And it's like, oh, wait, things aren't going good for me. Not for you. They thought it was going to be like a paradise where they go and just fuck yeah, a lot. It's going to be a paradise, all right. <laughs> It's going to be a, ask Dominic's son what kind of paradise it's in. A pair of dice. It's going to be a paradise. Yeah. <laughs> a gangster's pair of dice. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sure there are some just like you know, like you go to like a like you go to DC and there's like a Pittsburgh Steelers bar. There's gotta be like a Trump bar where they all go. There's gotta be like a place where they can all gather and feel it's a safe space. This is funny thing. They're looking for safe spaces. Yeah, I know. They're creating snowflakes. a safe space. Creating snowflakes safe spaces for themselves. Snowflakes. Yeah. Yep. The first one's to rail against safe spaces. At least I'm not back in Cosville. I'll safe spaces. I need to go to some place that's safe. I'm getting heckled on the street. Yeah, because you're, you're how? Because you're fucking up twice. You're supporting yeah. Trump and you're gentrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're that, two for two. That neighborhood didn't used to the, on the Anacostia River. That wasn't where yeah, people like you live. You're two for two for you. Two for two for you. We don't need you here. <laughs> two for two. Yep. Ugh. That's what we're dealing with. Let's yep. bring this one home. I uh, hope they all never get laid. Oh, they will. They're just laying each other. Yeah, well, that's I guess so. They're just passing each other around. A little, yeah. a little round robin tournament yeah. of Trump supporters. <laughs> that's exactly how that goes. Hey, I'm new in town. Who do you guys fuck? Oh, uh, each other? Each other. <laughs> right. That's the only people who want us, but one day we'll be in charge. One yeah. day we'll be on top. Hey, let's hey, let's stick it to the liberals by having me stick it to you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Those liptards will hate this. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I those get snow, too. Those snowflakes. Hey, you want to go around 14th Street? Oh, no. People nope. might say something bad to us. U Street? No, thanks. No, thanks. Let's stay by the water on the wharf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is our turf. Yeah. <laughs> we can be free to be whoever we want here. Yeah, just blonde and white. and. <laughs> yeah, the occasional darker person. Yeah. It yeah. was like a superstar. Yeah. Oh, you know, there's, there's some brothers over there that is, that is cleaning up. <laughs> I guarantee that because I'm brother and some Latin dude. What, they don't, what these people don't understand is you can lie the other way. Yeah. <laughs> like these people don't want to lie about their politics to get laid with people yeah. who are liberal. But there might be some dude who's like, oh, yeah, I like Trump. Yeah, there's, sure. Whatever. Just hate drilling you. <laughs> it's just, yeah, just nailing you. It's just hate drilling you. And it's just leaving the next day. Yeah. You wake up and, and he's cut your MAGA hat in half yeah. on his way yeah, out the wrote, door. Wrote on the wall, thank Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> and then just leaves. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a yeah, trust me, there's a brother that is running through running through there. Yep. Or a Latin dude. Yeah. Running through there's there. a couple of them. Yeah. You're like, Oh yeah, yeah. Trump's cool. Trump's yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I totally yeah, I totally somebody brown. I totally get it. Yeah, it's hard for you to get late. What are you doing later? Yep, I guarantee that. Listen, people, we want to thank you for coming in for today's podcast. Thank you for all the emails. Uh, thanks again for the new uh, the new theme song. If you got anything you want to send to us, send to us. We're yeah, we'll play it. Listen, music, whatever. We'll give it a listen. We'll put it in rotation. Do not send us your comedy to review. We're not going to do that. What do you think of my jokes? We're not going to do that, so don't do it. Can you pointers for me? Can you rewrite my whole act? <laughs> We're not going to do it. <laughs> you can, uh, I'm not even going to put that out there. No, that's a mistake. <laughs> what, have us clown you? I almost had an idea. Send it in so we clown say, you? No, no, almost. No, no. no, we're not going to do that either. Not, I wouldn't do no, that. I wouldn't do that to you. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I was almost opening it up to you. You can email us and we'll talk. No, not even doing that. <laughs> don't. I'm not talking to you about your comedy. All right, so come on back on Monday. We'll be here for you. I don't know who'll be here with us, but I know me and Andy and somebody else will be. Sorry that Ace Ava didn't give you what you wanted, but you got you got a little bit of her. What a letdown! A little bit of a letdown. You know, like maybe I like, convince her to do it again. She's somewhere. getting her whole her own personality now. Yeah, she just, doesn't well too. You can't just tell her to do things. Not today. <laughs> All right, y'all, come on back Monday. We'll be here for you. Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And that is an empty chair. We're three guys on minus one, so we're two. And we are out. <laughs>